Hello and welcome to another episode of the When Wrestlers Act podcast. I'm John Cronshaw and I'm joined today by my good friend Dean Ellison. We've just watched what I can only describe as Series 1, Episode 15 of That 70s Show. This show featured some wrestlers. Yes. Um, It featured Ernie Ladd, Gene LaBelle, it featured Ken Shamrock and it featured The Rock. Pretty yeah. impressive selection. Pretty impressive when you consider that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is now one of the highest... Well, I think he is the highest grossing actor in the world. No way. Yeah, yeah. He's He's been in all sorts, hasn't he? All, the, all those Hollywood blockbusters like the Fast and the Furious Five. I tell you what, it didn't show from his appearance in that <laughs> 70s show. You know, just goes to show from our smallest acorns, the mighty still can grow. I've never seen that 70s show before. This is uh, I don't think we'll be seeing it again. It was absolutely <laughs> dreadful. This is the first time I've ever watched this show. Um, I mean, it's, it's what, from 1999, so it's 15 years old. It has the worst candle after on it and the worst setting up of jokes. Yeah. The sets are just cringeworthy. Yeah, really. It's really artificial. Really bad. The costumes looked really fake and... There was there was basically a core cast, it seemed, of teenagers. I don't get how old... I think old, they were meant to be teenagers, How old they were they meant, meant to be? Because yeah. I, I thought, oh, you know, it's going to be a bit like a, a Friends yeah. kind of show. People, you know... They were too young to buy beer, so they must be under 20. Yeah. One. Yeah. So, but, like, for example, whatever that red-haired girl's name was, she was clearly knocking on 30. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. It, it made no sense. The, these kids... We're not kids. Um, but yeah, that's... Creepy trend of American TV. It is, it is. And um, I don't know, I don't know what, what the point of it is and what they're trying to achieve. Um, but they failed. Yeah. So when does it start? It starts on a Saturday afternoon. They're sat around in someone's house. I think it's a basement. Basement, someone's, don't know whose... <laughs> The group of what there was, I think, three lads and a couple of girls. Two ladies. Yeah. One of whom was a Mila Kalmas, who we will no doubt revisit when we watch When Wrestlers Act Christmas Special and watch Santa with Muscles. What was she in that? She's in that. Right. Really? Yeah. She's one of the orphans in uh, Santa with Muscles. Wow. Well, there we go. She's much younger. There we go. But um, I think I think you're giving away giving away future future plans for this <laughs> podcast. We'll have to do Jingle All The Way now, I'm afraid. What this programme lacked is... Um, Substance. The establishment of characters. I mean, you know, we, we went into this as new viewers. We'd never seen it before. You'd, you'd hope that, that at least name the characters. <laughs> a lot of the time they didn't. There was there was one guy, for example, in it. I don't know, he, he looked a little bit like Sean Penn. He had kind of um, a, a bit of a Jufro going on. Oh. Who was he? He was Kelso. That's the only. No, name he I've... wasn't. He wasn't Kelso. No, no. Kelso was the lad with um, longish kind of shoulder length hair. He was with that um, with that girl who oh. who really liked him. Right. Okay. Yeah. My, he was called Michael Kelso. So we got his full name. So yeah, this this first scene opens up and he's bragging that he's had had intercourse with a with a girl. He did it. All his friends are egging him on, going, "Yeah, Michael did it. Yeah, Kelso Ooh. did it. Woo!" They're all cheering. And um, this was a bit weird because he's like, yeah, she's she's more than just a girlfriend. She's what was it he said? She's she's my love slave. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was the line. 
And Good message. Yeah, and it, it ends up that she she really, really likes Michael, so she does everything he says. She's basically fetching and carrying and, yeah. So he's, It was the 70s. Yeah, so he, he's... I think. He's... I think that was the. I think that's the gist. It's I mean, never confirmed. It's never confirmed. The title of the show is that seventies show, but there was very little about it that suggested the nineteen seventies, apart from bad haircuts. Is that why Rock was wrestling as Rocky Johnson? Yeah, I think he was playing his father. I think that was, ah, that, was okay. that was the gimmick there. But because um, you know he does, he does he, yeah. We'll we'll talk about that later. Let's let's not jump ahead of ourselves on this. Sorry, I'm too excited. Yeah. So they're all they're all sat around in this basement, and um, the wrestling comes on the telly. Yeah, and they all love wrestling. Who yeah. doesn't? Yeah, they go, "Oh, look, it's Rocky Johnson wrestling!" Yay, that's exciting! And then it ends up that the the wrestling's coming to town, along with a thirty midget Royal Rumble. Yeah, or little people. I don't, I don't particularly like the word midget, but uh, that was. Used, I'm just quoting what they that was may used, or may not have said. That would take ten percent. That was used in the show. Before the little people society start writing us letters and hammering us on Twitter, it's not our fault. Yeah. Um, so then, then it, it cuts to some blonde girl. I think she might have been called Laurie, Lauren, something like that. She gets named later in the episode. She's going, oh, you know, just just because I've run out of money and need all my clothes watching, I still thought I'd I'd come home and um, see my mum and dad. Ha ha ha. Yeah. And at that point, there was lots of canned laughter. That was a big joke. That was a huge joke. And um, we get who is he? Is, is it the um, the baddie from RoboCop? The baddie from RoboCop <laughs> is the father. Yeah, so he's clearly calmed down a lot. Yeah, so there's a there's a lad called Eric. Yeah, we get his name, and I, I think is it he? It's the dad's called Red. Yes. Okay. That's like the barbecue chain. The dad's pissed off because Eric didn't return some library books. They're in the back of his car. The delivery that Eric was trying to go for was it was a bit of a Jerry Seinfeld kind of thing, where he was like, "Well, yeah." I thought uh, Kelso had a bit of a Kramer yeah. edge to him. Yeah, no, definitely. Maybe he, there's more to this than meets the eye. He re- he reveals that he didn't return the library books because he was watching wrestling, and then the dad starts giving him a lecture about rules. You've got to follow the rules, you've got to follow authority, because otherwise you'll end up like a monkey throwing feces from a tree. Ha 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 Big laugh. Canned oh, laughter, canned laughter machine, laughter. working on overdrive. It was hilarious. Bear this in mind. I, this is an important bit. Yeah, keep okay. in mind. Keep in mind that, that bit. That bit's important. It plays into something later. The, establish a story arc, this plays into it later on. What a fool I've been. My eyes were just not open to what was going on before me. <laughs> it was. I was just waiting to watch wrestlers act. Yeah, yeah. The dad grounds Eric. He's like, right, you're not going to see the wrestling show. Did and that he... happen? I thought he just trailed off. No, no, no. No, that was that was a point because then they had their, their bit of I thought standoff. that was coming, but I obviously tuned out. So they had a bit of a standoff, and this is obviously the point in in Eric's life. He's he's obviously um, trying to assert himself against his his male father. Um, You know, he wants to kill his dad, have sex with his mother. It's a classic classic Oedipus. We've all been there. Yeah, most most of us go through that, I think, when we're like between the age of two and four, is it, according to Freud? But yeah, He, he goes, no. And the dad goes, what did you say? And then there's a standoff. They stare at each other. The um, 
What, what, what was that music? The kind of oh, um, fistful of dollars. Music. That's right, Morricone. There we go. So that that plays because people know what that is. Yeah, cue laughter, <laughs> canned laughter, machine back on, making making sure that the audience know exactly what point to laugh. Yeah, laugh now. Yes, and it it worked because I'm sure some people did laugh. I wasn't one of them. I'll be honest. Uh, I. I didn't find that amusing. Particularly. I don't think I've found anything amusing in this episode. Yeah. Then we um, get the credits rolling. We get back from the credits. And um, we find out that the, the episode title is That Wrestling Show. Because um... you see, the, the series is called That 70s Show. And what they've done is they've taken the name of the series, replaced 70s with the word wrestling. So it's about a wrestling show. Instead of a 70s show. So, it, yeah, it's very clever. So is it like Friends where everyone's got, like, a continuing theme of how the name is, like, the one where blah, 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 the one where blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't Let's know. not find out by watching a second. <laughs> I don't care who's wrestling in it, because it isn't going to top the cast of wrestlers in this one. Well, I, 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 I understand that um, Tank Abbott might have appeared in um, in an episode of Friends, so... Ooh. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, we cut we cut back to the Eric's mum and dad. They're, well, the well the the mum's she she's quite an uptight lady. Again, that plays into something later, and she's having a bit of a, a nag at um, Eric, saying that you know he's he's got to kind of develop a relationship with it with his son. You know, every time that is it Laurie or Lauren, whatever she's called, every time she's home, they have great conversations. But when it comes to the son, he, he just doesn't doesn't bother. He's not interested. He's a cold father yeah. and the killer from Robocop. Yeah, and he he doesn't he doesn't know how to um how to deal with him. Um he he say he says something like, I can't be friends with Eric, he's too twitchy. Whatever that means. Yeah. Um, I didn't see him twitch a single time. No. But that that created that was a cue to laugh. Uh-huh. Because if you remember, that was a point where there was like really loud canned laughter. Anyway, <laughs> oh, that point. Yeah. So that that was our cue to go. <laughs> oh God, this show's awful. I hope it's finished. <laughs> this was the point where you know the, basically the first scene after the credits had rolled, and we we're already like, this has been on for about three hours. <laughs> oh, it was. So painful to watch. It was. It's like that dreadful last hour of work where you're looking at the clock, and the more you look, the slower time goes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just absolutely just dragged. I mean, you know, res- up to this point, we hadn't seen any wrestling. No, and it, as I say, it, it just felt like uh, you know we were three hours in at this point. I, I checked the time at this point. I think we were yeah. what like four minutes in. It's the first <laughs> of many times that you checked how long was left. It was really horrible. <laughs> yeah, because I just went, we've still got 17 minutes left to watch. So, yeah, that was... <sighs> yeah. So, um, I mean, I've just got in my notes here, lots of hooting and hollering, because I think that was that was what was happening at that point with the canned <sighs> laughter machine. It was it was on over, overdrive. Next scene we have is a lad called Fez, who's one of the, one of the gang of... of Kids, it's his. I think it might be his stepdad or like his mum's boyfriend or something like that, called Bob. And he's there with his girlfriend, wife, don't know. And saying, um, she's saying, I, I want to start therapy. 
And he's like, what What could you possibly need? I pay all the bills. I do this, I do that. Should point out at this point that this Bob is played by the guy who's in all those early Curve episodes but then disappears. Which one? Uh, the one who doesn't swear and he keeps cutting out on restaurant bills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the frigging rain. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, they, um, I don't know. It's a veritable cast of stars in this. Uh, Ashton Tucker is uh, one of them. Have you been? You've been researching this, haven't you? You've been you've been uh, looking looking this up. When I you... did not know we were watching this till I came around tonight. Yeah. When would I have done my research? I don't research? know. I don't know. You seem. You seem it to was have a... clearly his face. You, and seem, you we... seem to have an encyclopedic knowledge of this episode of that seventies show. <laughs> How many times have you watched this? I have to say, the bit I enjoyed most was when we watched the credits three times to make sure we caught <laughs> all the reference to wrestlers. And that's when all these names came out. Yeah, we're like, oh, was that Gene the Bell? Wow. So, uh, yeah, that, that was, I was quite, quite yeah. impressed. I, I, quite, I quite like, uh, you know. Pete, Pete, Daniel Bryan fan, fans will um, have heard of the LaBelle lock, which became the Yes lock. And that was a, that was a move invented by Gene the Bell, who I understand is a... Quite a, quite the judo expert. Did um, you say Gene LaBelle was the ref in it? Yeah, he was the ref, yeah. yeah. Um, so th- this was a point where um, the woman says, I, you know, I need to I need to feel like I've got a uh, purpose or something like that. I need to feel like I've got value. And he just basically says, well, you fill that sweater quite well and it just focuses on her boobs. Yeah, that's it. That was that was absolutely fine, you know. It's uh, I think it was a different different age. Yeah, it was representing a different age. Yeah, yeah. So it was the uh, late nineties, representing the seventies. So <laughs> yeah, um, but her boobs did look good. A, in the spiral top. of lower and lower standards. <laughs> but as I say, her boobs did did look good in that top. So it was a uh, it was a fair compliment. Where were we? Tight sweaters seem to be worn by quite a few people. Yeah, isn't? I think to be honest, that's one thing that they need to bring back is is more tight sweaters. Um, <clears throat> Will do. <laughs> not, not, not on you, obviously. So yeah, we we go back, cut to Eric's house. Um, they're having a, an awkward family dinner, and um, so the the mum and dad are there, and the daughter, and the daughter's making bitchy comments about Eric. And you know what I've just remembered about that seventies show? Gone. The older sister in it. Well, <laughs> the sister in the one who was eating yogurt during the meal. Yeah, she's dead now. Is she really? Yeah. Who who is it? I can't remember her name, but she had a drug overdose. Wow. So, fame went to her head. Wow. So um there we go. <laughs> I am full of that seventy yeah. show trivia. Yeah. I wish you could have remembered her name, that would have been what was she in anything else? Was she uh Oh, who could go on to be in anything else after being typecast as someone whose name we don't know in that 70s show? So, so, her name was Laurie, Lauren, maybe. Uh, Laurie doesn't sound like a real name. Yeah, but this was the 70s. Yeah. So, um, there we go. It was the late 90s, uh, pretending to be the 70s in a very unconvincing way. So, um, what else have we got? We've got... Oh, no, that's it. They're talking about wrestling. They're talking about the yeah. fact that he wants to go to this show... And her dad says, oh, I used to wrestle in school. This TV wrestling's just acting. Classic. That's what we were all waiting to yeah. hear. Yeah. And um, the, what is it, the, the mum kind of suggests that the, that he might have a good time if he goes with his son. And so there we go. They've, they've made that link. They're going to the wrestling it's together. It's all set up now. Yeah. We're almost to the bit we've, where we can talk about wrestling. We've got to the setup. Thank God. Next we cut to therapy. Yeah. 
The yeah. the lady with the boobs. She's sat in a therapy thing, and the guy. It's a, a very quick scene, but um, the, yeah, the, the he comes across as a bit sleazy. Yeah, but I felt the dialogue was a uh, quite good. In a, it's cut in satire where he just says. Now, we've only been speaking for an hour, but basically your husband's wrong and everything you think is right. Yeah, there we go. That was a, that was a good line. Hilarious. So so it was so it was her husband then. We can establish that, is that? I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Well, well good yeah, work. The family tree is falling <laughs> into place. We're starting to understand the show. It's getting good now. Um, so this is where we go back to um, Michael. Michael Chisone, was it? Was that was that what we called him? Was that his name? Was that it is now. Yeah. Um, so we 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 go back to her and um, we find out that that his girlfriend, the one who's his love slave, um, she likes. She admits to the redheaded thirty-year-old woman who's <laughs> meant to be nineteen or something. Um, she admits that she likes wrestling because Michael does. She doesn't really. The um, story. So many of our. Predominantly male listeners will relate to, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. Um, m- my wife doesn't pretend to like wrestling at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure your wife doesn't. Or does she? I don't know. She puts on a brave face. She doesn't like it when it's on TV or when I talk about it or when I watch wrestlers in movies. But if I said, "Hey, I've got some tickets to Raw." She'd be there in a flash. Yeah, no, I, th- I think to be honest, she probably humours you more than more than my wife does. To be honest, <laughs> no, I think I think you've you've done all right with that one. Um, so then we get what is it? I can't read it. They're arguing. They go to drive to the wrestling, aren't oh, they? Oh, there we go. And the dad's like, "Oh, I should drive," and the son's like, "Oh, I should drive." Yeah, and um, it's not stilted but, but dialogue. Then, at and all. then he goes. Oh no, you drive, because I'm meant to be one of the gang. And then it's funny, because we get the canned laughter. Yeah. And yeah. so, so you get you get now. I suppose what 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 you'd call it, like contrasting scenes, you get one of those. Um, I suppose one of those shots of the car driving. Everyone's sat in such a position that you can see everyone's face. And they're all having a great time. Yay! And uh, they're all... they're all, the young kids driving. Yeah, the young kids driving. They're listening to the loud rock music. And the dad's going, Oh, uh, pull pull over properly. Oh, uh, hands, hands at 10 and hands 2. Hands at 10 and 2. So he, he, you know, he's throwing down the law. And then it cuts. And then he's driving. They're listening to some country music. And everybody sat really still with... Looking very sombre. Very glum faces. And at that point, you get canned laughter thrown in, so you know it's hilarious. And that was good. I was glad because I didn't. I didn't know again that that was meant to be funny. I wanted to laugh, but I was uncertain if I'd look foolish for laughing at inappropriate <laughs> time. Yeah. Thank God for that cue. Thank God for the signposts. That's it. So it should it should have just flashed up. Laugh here, please. <laughs> Joke. Um. So where have we got? Oh, there we go. So the the next scene we're at the wrestling show. Thank God, yeah. So we've got some wrestlers, and um, in the ring, it, we get the Rock, but it's not the Rock. It's Rocky Johnson. And I have to say, uh, Rocky Johnson looked rather like a muscular Phil Lynott. 
Yeah, so it, it was basically The Rock playing his dad, and um, he was in a, he was at the centre of the 20-minute midget um, battle royale. How he qualified, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, who knows, but it was, it was, he was fighting these, these two midget fellas. Should we point out that this WWE main event kind of thing is happening in what looks like a school gym with about 15 seats in? I thought it was a barn. <laughs> just like, yeah, this, this, it had, it even had all like the WWF branded and everything. Yeah, the old school one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it did look like it was just in the crappiest hut. Yeah. You can imagine. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Five Dollar Wrestling. It was <laughs> it was on that lines of just real, absolute worst kind of indirific wrestling. Um, but yeah, Rocky Johnson playing The Rock. No, played by The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we had another match featuring Ken Shamrock as a wrestler. Yeah, we never would have guessed it was him. Yeah, he had like um, a red, kind of a red singlet on and a mullet wig. Yeah. So, and it was really obviously a wig as well, just to, <laughs> just in case you're wondering. And at this point you had, um, as, I, as I mentioned, is the unnamed kid who looked a bit like Sean Penn with a Jufro kind of um, talking to Fez, I think he was called. And he was trying to convince Bob, who is Fez's stepdad, I think, um, to buy them a beer because Fez's stepdad Bob is a bit kind of grumpy that his wife's going to therapy. Yeah, he's feeling um, threatened. Yeah, so so he's um, he's kind of saying, "Ah, oh, well, you know, we'll be your friends. Um, you know, we're just a friendly chat. Let's talk it over with a beer." And he's like, "How oh, stupid do you think I am?" <laughs> so really, really funny. Backing up to talk about the wrestling. We only see about four seconds of the rock wrestling, don't we? Yeah, we do. He's basically runs into the ropes and bounces off into the path of two little people. Yeah. It's over yeah. in a flash. And, um, yeah, the match with Ken Shamrock and some other mystery wrestler was... Uh, yeah, we never find out who that is. Yeah. was uh, There were a lot of, like, hip, hip tosses and arm drags and uh, Irish whips into the turnbuckles. And then it f- the, his finisher was a, just a suplex. Um, we've got the one, two, three, so that was good. Um, so, you know, I've watched a few TV shows where they have wrestlers in, and they usually have fake wrestlers who just can't wrestle. But no, these these guys were good good wrestling mechanics. You good, know. solid workers. Yeah, so uh, that, that was fine. And they didn't do the usual thing of adding in sound effects or anything for when they punched each other, and, yeah. you know. so These are professionals, and they know how to make their own. Yeah, so... That, that was good. So we got this wrestling going, and then we cut back to the. Um, I think it's the woman with the boobs and Eric's mum. Yes, mentioned earlier, she's uptight. Yeah. So this plays in now. This is why that's important because the woman with the boobs has comes back from therapy, and she goes, "Oh, I feel I feel so loose and." All this now, and there's a there's a, a group session, and I'd really like you to come. She's like, oh no no no, and she's like, well I went to your bake sales, so yeah, oh, so <laughs> there. yeah. I think that's funny. Maybe it's referencing an old episode that we've not seen, but it was hilarious anyway. So the kind of after told us, yeah. So she agrees anyway to go and do this therapy. So brilliant. 
we'll get we'll get a scene of therapy, but not yet, because it cuts back to the wrestling. We get Rocky Johnson. For some reason, you know these matches have all gone on, and then Rocky Johnson goes to the back, and um, Eric's. You know he want he wants a an autograph, and um, Rock says no autographs. Mumbles it. You can hardly hear what he says, but yeah. yeah. And it's into the clearly marked wrestlers only dressing room. Yeah. And so Eric's like, oh no. Uh, no autograph for me. Yeah. I, c- I can't go into the, the wrestling bit. No, because I follow the rules. I follow the rules, Dad. And the dad was like, he was annoyed. Rules, schmules. Yeah. So remember, remember earlier. Remember that first scene where he told him about the importance of rules. And about the fact that if he, what is it, if he didn't follow the rules, he'd be sat in a tree throwing feces. Oh, yes. Well, he's going to be sat in a tree throwing feces after this because Eric and his dad went backstage, went through the door. Straight to the heel dressing room. Straight to the locker room where men were getting undressed and just said to Rock, can I have your autograph? And the Rock took it very well. Yeah. He didn't seem perturbed at all that like people were barging into the dressing room. Yeah, and um, Ernie Lad came up behind him, looking quite stern and tough. I just went, yep, yeah, let him have their autograph. Oh, you've missed a bit. Uh, Ernie Lad says, no autographs. And then the father says, I'm the only person in this room who's killed a man. Uh, which yeah. was a disturbing revelation. Yeah. And, and then he says, well, give him an autograph then. Yeah, so um, he does. And this is where The Rock drops a promo. He he talks about uh, how how great it is. Oh, now it makes sense. And he, he makes a reference and he goes, I'm going to have a son one day and he's going to be the most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment. Oh, I get it now. So he's making a reference to himself oh. while claiming he's dead. So it's, it's, it's a lot better in retrospect Ooh. than when we were watching Blows it. Blows the mind. <laughs> So, yeah, maybe that's Who'd have thought The Rock was the genius of the episode? Yeah. It makes you think. And then he gets the autograph he wanted all along, which is why boy and father burst in there. But then there's a twist. Father says, make out to Red, which is him. Yeah. He's he's been converted. But he was trying to make out that it was his son's nickname. Oh, because he was still shy. Yeah. About being a wrestling fan. Yeah, and there was loads of candle laughter at that point. So uh-huh. There was a really bad skit as well that it cut to of the Sean Penn guy um, at the bar. It, it was pretty much from the point of view as if you were the bartender. It, it was a very peep show, wasn't it? Yeah, and um, he says, oh, could, I, could I have a, a cola, please? And um, a beer for my dad. And... There's no response. And he goes, oh, you're not going to give me that beer, are you? No response. Because it's you. You're that person. I think that's what it's meant to be. Oh, it's hilarious. And then Fez comes in and says, is there a problem, son? And then he appears in front of you. And it's hilarious, I think. Because there's loads of gun laughter at that point. I'm cracking up just thinking about it. Yeah. I think it was um, meant to be, like, funny. But... It just needed a bit of encouragement, which is why we had candle laughter to remind us it's meant to be funny. But yeah, we we get a bit of a pep talk at this point from the 30-year-old girl playing a 19-year-old with red hair. 
and she's talking to the girlfriend of Michael Cazone. She says, "Why are you being a doormat? Uh, you know, he's already he's already done it with you. He's uh, you've got control." And she goes, "Yes, I'm going to be the man now." Oh, wrong attitude, right conclusions, wrong attitude. But she she then goes back and goes, "I want my soda now. You get me a soda." Blah blah blah. So she's she, and it works. She turns on him, and the roles have switched. <laughs> that was funny again. Cue the canned laughter. To be honest, I didn't think that was very funny. No, maybe it's me who's got the problem. Maybe my standards are too high. It's just funny that sometimes her canned laughter just works as anti-laughter. I think it's when it's mistimed. It felt like yeah. it was it was mistimed and and too high in the mix. And you watch some kind of old comedies. You know, you watch. Last of the summer wine, and the canned laughter's great in that. A couple of old men being pushed down a hill in a bathtub. In a bathtub. Yeah, and the canned laughter's going mental. And it's just like, yeah, that's really funny because there's old men going down a hill in a bathtub. Why are they going down a hill in a bathtub? It doesn't make sense. Brilliant. I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. I've got nothing against canned laughter. But this, this was... You know what it reminded me of, actually? Go on. Okay, have you watched Natural Born Killers? No. Okay, in Natural Born Killers is a scene near the start of that film where um, I think it's the Juliette Lewis character, she's got an abusive father and they slot in really bad canned laughter during this scene. It never struck me the canned laughter kind of film. No, no, that was the point. Oh. So it was it was uh, meant to be a bit a bit of a satire kind of thing. Oh, um, so so it's it quite clever. Um, that worked because it was a bit out of context and a bit, you know, it kind of created that Made it more disturbing. Yeah. This laughter, same effect, made it more <laughs> disturbing. So, yeah, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe the canned laughter makes it more disturbing when used in this way. I think we've gone on enough. About <laughs> canned, canned laughter. laughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, in fact, to be honest, I'm going to edit this episode with loads of canned laughter in just to make us actually sound like we're funny. Some... Excellent. As a bonus feature, we can uh, release a canned laughter track. Yeah. Okay. Soundbite samples that you used to get at the end of albums. Exactly. You get back to the therapy session. The woman with the boobs is there. The um, the mum is there. Eric's yeah. mum. Remember, Eric's mum's uptight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the therapist is encouraging them to lose their inhibitions. And at first, the, the mum's like, oh, I don't know. I, I, I can't do it. It's like, go on, it's okay. And everyone's encouraging her. And so she turns around to her daughter who's also there. And calls her what, like an, an ungrateful, spoiled brat. Oh, cutting. Yeah. It yeah. only turns up when she needs laundry doing. That's it. And Thus explaining the joke from earlier on. She does that and then and then kind of goes back into her normal demeanour and the But with a healthy glow about her. Yeah. She feels like she's, she's learned something. Yeah. She's developed as a person. I think that's good. Yeah. That's good. And then at this point the therapist takes his shirt off. <laughs> it looks like it's going to turn into an orgy and everyone just goes, nah. Hilarious, <sighs> see? You know, when, you, when you're actually reading this stuff on paper, some of the kind of setups are... It sounds funnier on paper. Maybe yeah. it's because they've got a bit more time to digest just how complex that show was. Yeah, in, in terms of the actual delivery. I guess when we go talk through it this way, there's no canned laughter as well. There's lots of talk about canned laughter. No, but there will, as I say, I'm going to edit it in <laughs> afterwards. So... <laughs> Ah, uh, best yeah. edit out that comment. No, 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 no. Um, <clears throat> so the final scene. This is this is this always happens in American shows. It's it's not really one you get in British ones, to be honest. 
And I think it's uh, something that we could benefit from. Perhaps it's because most British shows, when they're shown on like the BBC or whatever, they kind of squash the credits and show the preview of what's coming next, which is always infuriating. They had the credits rolling and the final scene with the dad and Eric back at their sitting room. They've learned something as yeah, well. Yeah, it's a nice little emotional yeah. package at the end. Yeah, they say, oh, you know, I actually had fun tonight. It was a yeah. good evening. They bonded. Yeah. And then and then they, they kind of get a bit manly. And they start having a wrestle. Ah. And um, the Eric, you know, he gets him into, gets him into a half Nelson. And the dad's like, ah, you really hurt me. Oh, my yeah. war wounds. Yeah. And then, and then Eric feels bad. Yeah. And then... Like that, he's got him in. He, the dad gets him into a full Nelson reversal. Yeah, the typical heel move. Oh. Just you know, proper wrestling bad guy. Just using shenanigans to, yeah. to underhand tactics. Underhand tactics to get his way. There we go. So yeah, so that that was the end of the episode. Thank um, God, we did um, enjoy watching the credits though, because it was like we we saw Ernie Lad. Thought, oh right, that was him. Okay, and Gene LaBelle. Gene LaBelle was a referee. Uh, okay, fair enough. Ken Shamrock, he was in it. Uh, and more mysteriously, who was the uh, second wrestler who remained unnamed? Who remained unnamed and uncredited, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was The Rock just doing double role, who knows. In summary, what what did you make of that 70s show? Oh, it was absolute crap. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> um, we'll be rushing out to uh, watch any more of that. No. This was quite a big show when it was, was on, wasn't it? It, it? Did it come out about that time where more and more people were starting to get Sky and the like, and it was only on Sky? Yeah, I think, um, well, it was in late 90s, so I think, yeah. I think this series was 99. But I bet none of the other episodes had quite as much wrestling talent. No, well, this was called the That Wrestling Show. Yeah. yeah, for the number of wrestlers, the wrestling scenes... Yeah. Pretty good. The the wrestling acting. I mean, the, the, it, technically there wasn't much in the way of wrestling acting apart from The Rock playing his father. That's a difficult role to play. Yeah. Imagine the um, psychological impact it must have on you. <laughs> and I did, I did, I did quite kind of like... I thought the, the line where he did make a reference to his son. Yeah. I thought that was quite clever. Um, I thought... I hope, I hope that that was a line that The Rock put in. I'd like to think so. The... Characters were really flat, really one-dimensional. The storyline was okay. Structurally, the storyline was okay. It had a beginning and a middle and an end. Yeah. And, and, and a the, lesson. And they resolved themselves. So that's okay. But it was just so mundane. It was really dull and really dragged. As I say, we, it was a few minutes in and it felt like it had been on for hours. <laughs> um, I did keep having to check how long's left and it was like that's oh. only because we were so keen to see some wrestling going on yeah the wrestling it's the thing the wrestling didn't appear none of the wrestlers appeared until you know the last kind of what five ten minutes yeah um <clears throat> so we had to in- endure all this setup of you know the therapy session the um you know the fact that the the dad and the son don't get along it was so dreary. So I'm sure after this review, you'll all be rushing out to uh, down, uh, watch this episode. Or maybe not. I think, I think, I think next time we should we do this, we should try and watch something good. What um, do you reckon? Is that, a, is that a deal? I'll bring around Firepower starring Ultimate <laughs> Warrior. We've not done any um, Hulk Hogan films yet. I know, and there's so many classic examples to watch. We've got the Twitter, WWA Podcast. Audio Boo, WWA Podcast. Facebook, WWA Podcast. 
there's a bit of a pattern there. Um, we're on the iTunes, and I think if you do things like give us five stars on the ratings and write good reviews about us, it'll put us up in the rankings so more people will hear what we're doing. And, um, you know, it's free. There's no adverts. Cheers. Bye. Good night. There we go. Look at that. Perfect.